1: Hello, everybody, welcome to our culture gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello. Now, Death Stranding continues to be a thing. <laughs> now, we just talked about it before we came in. It's a bit of a slow news day, but at the same time, there's a whole bunch of stuff coming out about Death Stranding, whether it be from yep. the Tokyo Game Show or the various things that Kojima's been tweeting and talking about. And before we get into more details, we're going to pick apart the gameplay stuff, talk about some of the more divisive elements, things that have blown up over social media, and resulting in people going, What the living hell is this? Or, I'm completely on board. But right now, where are you at? I'm completely on board. I thought you, you know might what?
0: be. I, I've always had a soft spot for this game, but I worry. Throughout, Ever since it was announced, essentially, I've been worried that it could never live up to the mystery of its hype. We had those initial trailers that gave you absolutely no information about what the game actually was, yeah. and now the pieces of the puzzle are starting to come together in time for its November launch day, mm-hmm. and you actually know what the game is, and I really, really worried that would put me off it a little bit, because right. what I had in my head about what Death Stranding was could never be lived up to. But you know what? It's doing a pretty it's good so weird. job. It's so It's a weird,
1: strange game. I have seen um, people talking about the the fact that those initial sort of teasers like, kind of made it look a bit more like a horror thing, like it seemed to be, spirit. Like, I don't know, like in a way a spiritual successor to PT in terms of the isolated feel, obviously you play as Norman Reedus coming in, you know, waking up on a beach and trying to figure out all these different demons and things that are all around him, whereas the reality of it, now that we've seen the more in-depth gameplay demo, is that it's more about exploration, or at least it's mm-hmm. kind of a game of two halves and um, we can break down some specifics, but in terms of what you're going to be doing in the game, you're just, you're essentially remapping America, you're going east to west um, because in the future this uh, time fracture thing has happened, everybody's split Part. It's the United Cities of America now, and you're going point to point, trying to remind everybody why it's good to hang out instead of being <laughs> isolated by bringing them stuff. Yeah, that's the main thing. Um, and so Kojima's been out there saying that he's uh, made a new genre, or he's trying to make a new genre, um, and so he doesn't really want to be pigeonholed into a specific thing. But if we talk about mechanics, um, one thing that got shown off was the 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 way that it tackles over encumbrance. Mm. Um, because this it's very easy to sort of look at this and be like it's over encumbrance the game, which yeah. like half of it might be. Um, but so when you pick stuff up, uh, you're playing as uh, Sam Bridges. You're this, you know, you're. Delivery person or whatever you're trying to go from A to B, but when you put stuff on your person, you choose how he wears it, whether it's on your back or your arms or your legs, and that changes your weight distribution and your center of gravity, which makes it harder to move. Um, So I guess certain quests are going to give you different amounts of things to put on you, and whether you want to take the risk or whatever. Um, But that seems to be one of the main gameplay mechanics that you're stumbling around because they showed him falling off rocks and into water and everything else.
0: Yes, I mean when you look at the uh, the 50 minute gameplay footage or whatever, there is a there's a key moment for me where he's trying to get across a kind of ravine. stuff Hmm. and he's scanning it and he's looking at the deep areas and the shallow areas and there's one point where he sort of goes too far and he falls into like a sort of pit of water and he gets taken downstream and he's going (laughs) down and his stuff's all falling off him and that looks kind of silly. How infuriating
1: would that be as well?
0: Yeah it would be but I feel like there's something compelling there for me at least. I feel like when it comes to the exploration in this game at least from the brief glimpses we've had of it so far. Mm -hmm. It looks kind of interesting the way you have to traverse the environment and you don't take it for granted. A big problem I had with Metal Gear at five is that most of the open world was kind of just like empty busy work yeah, yeah, yeah. you could just drive straight through it till you get to the next objective mm-hmm. whereas here the environment itself looks more purposeful mm-hmm. and i don't know if you're gonna like this scott but oh, the oh closest no. analogy to me is Breath of the Wild, the closest comparison. When, it, when Sam Bridges is sort of going through these streams mm-hmm. or he's climbing down a wall or he's trying to get to the another side of kind of a mountain and mm-hmm. stuff, that felt
1: very Breath of the Wild to yeah. me. Yeah. No, the thing is, I have, a, I have a weird way to put this because it's like we had the dawn of 3D back in 1996, mm-hmm. Mario Mario 3D, Mario Three D, 64, um, a way to sort of interact with, the, with a given space. And, and most of the vast majority of the industry moved on and said, well, what else can we do sort of going forward with these different gameplay mechanics? Didn't really think about how to interact with the 3D space what else you can do with a 3D space. Breath of the Wild does that immaculately by letting you climb literally anywhere and it makes you rethink how you approach different getting from A to B or getting yeah. You know, it's a different way to, to sort of experience a game world. Um, I kind of think that's what he's doing with this so I know exactly what you mean um, and it's weird because you wouldn't think that um, you know, a gameplay loop could be satisfying in terms of just getting from point to point, putting a ladder up, climbing this different thing but it does work in terms of something like Tomb Raider did it very well mm. like the old school Tomb Raiders um, where when you finally got to the top of this massive vertical space you felt like you'd really accomplished something yeah. there was a sense of peril and everything else so I think there's a way to do it yeah. I
0: do too I feel it's, it's not obviously as immediately exciting as shooting a bunch of guys in the face but I feel like they, they work on the same wavelength it's a mastery over something mm. we've taken 3D space for granted like you said and I feel like hopefully in the end game when you learn to have that mastery over the play space you know where to whack a, um, a ladder down to get over sort of a mountain you know mm-hmm. the best place to rappel down without losing all your gear I feel like that could be satisfying it yeah, feels yeah. quite robust for me, some of the best parts of Breath of the Wild wasn't sort of the combat. It was mm. getting to the top of a really big mountain and yeah. not slipping all the way down it, and doing that in a way that felt kind of freeform and organic. And I hope that is isn't Death Stranding.
1: Well, for the longest time, it, it was a meme. It was the Todd Howard thing. It was like, see that mountain? You can climb yeah. it. And it's like, and we sort of moved away from it. Like, well, we don't want to do that. We don't want to just do arbitrary open world stuff. But like, if it's done and it's p- it's baked into the game itself, where it like you know there is, like I said, there is a satisfaction to overcoming a 3D environment. It sounds really weird, and it sounds like something that you know is it oh it's in every game you can jump you can do whatever Um, only a handful of of games have really given you a good 3D environment a space to sort of master and get over um, with a satisfying edge to it so I'm kind of game for it let's talk about the banter stuff come on then because there's a
0: lot of banter stuff there's so
1: much stuff that I guess you could just put under the umbrella of oh it's it's Kojima it's Kojima AF Um, so one of the things that they showed off was that uh, Sam Bridges has his own private room and the thing that Kojima stressed was that um, the themes of isolation are very heavy in this game you're obviously trying to like sort of stitch like you know humanity sort of back together um, but at the same time, uh, Sam himself is can get quite down about things. Or you want to make sure that his levels are up. He's very sort of perky and happy, and he's taking care of himself. So they, he just kind of made him like a little banter room. So he's got like a little, he's got a private chamber, and you can do poses in it. You can do some like weird little poses in it. You can do the finger guns at the mirror. You can do that thing that I don't think has a name where you go.
0: Oh, I don't know what that is, but I want to do it. <laughs>
1: whatever that is you can do that to the mirror and they sort of like accurately modelled it um, you can do these different sort of poses in the mirror and you can like you know clean his wounds and do whatever is it the
0: stone cold thing where he cracks open it oh, and then just
1: sort of right let's talk about that because that yeah. mm, that's the that's the limit for me that's right. like I'm, I'm in I'm in for everything but I don't want really blatant product placement I don't need it mm. like I don't need him to be like you should get a kind of monster like I, just, I already have my double XP weekends Call of Duty every year I don't need it to be in something else and yeah. I don't need it to like it is literally an advert for monster in the game yeah like that's a bit full on
0: it is is full on and product placement is sort of this weird sort of evil that like not evil but you know (laughs) necessary evil that's the word I was looking for you (laughs) know these companies gotta make money and as long Mm. as it's not sort of you know intrusive in the story that's fine for me if Kojima wants to put a bit of product placement in uh, Sam's fun room that's separate from the story
1: you know he's gotta fund the game somehow this is mad he's got 100 million (laughs) dollars he was given like a blank check from Sony (laughs) okay
0: okay Sony's gotta recoup their costs somehow let me Mm. Put it that way. Eh? Yeah,
1: the, the, the weird thing is because are, obviously a lot of people are talking about this, it is very much a uh, household name at this point. But it is weird. What if we're, we end up in a reality where this is a bomb? We could like, even- what, if it, what if people just go, it's too weird, I don't know what I'm doing, there's not enough sort of combat and shooting and stuff, and they bounce off it? Then I guess something like this would sort of pan out in terms of the monster thing. But when I saw that, when I saw the animation where he like he cracks, it looks like a Mortal Kombat fatality, like, like it's just- in slow motion, he sort of like pan, he cracks the energy thing, it covers the screen, then he drinks the, the monster can, Stone Cold Steve Austin style. Um, um, and it was just like, why? Like yeah. you, you don't. For me, you don't need it. And um, but speaking of combat, though, um, the other half of the game's coin kind of thing is that when you're going for me to be, um, the, as another result of time fracturing, is that it seems like the souls of the dead or whatever are trying to drag people underground, which is the stuff that we saw in the early trailers. Um, and the way that they show that in the new footage is that that's where the game's combat comes into the fr- uh, mm-hmm. comes into the fold like a lot more, because um, you can do stealth kills and stuff when you're up top. You can like eliminate enemies that are in your way when you're delivering things. Um, but the thing that you sort of like picked out when you watched the whole thing initially was a big boss fight against a giant dog. Yeah,
0: I actually love this, because all the other stuff we'd kind of seen before, we'd Mm. seen Sam exploring this sort of vast uh, emptiness of nothing, but we hadn't really (laughs) seen him get dragged to the other side or engage with combat in a significant way. Mm -hmm. And when he was fighting what I can only refer to as a big tentacle dog Big bad dog. Um, I was sold because it looked a lot like Horizon, the way you were using sort of like these different weapons to sort of chip away at this big beast's health mm. that you were kind of in a, a wrecked sort of city, essentially. I just thought the match of visuals and atmosphere with the gameplay itself, which looks snappy as all hell, it looks yeah. like they practically just somehow replicated what they had in the Fox engine with Metal yes. Gear Solid 5. Mm-hmm. That sort of great sort of kinetic energy to the action. Mm-hmm. And this was something we haven't seen in the previews before. No. And it was more Bus because a lot if the game was just exploration in a bit of light stealthing, to me that probably would have been fine. But the fact that yeah. you've got this added layer on top, you've got a vehicle, um, you know. Your vehicles in there as well. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different mechanics and systems to this game. And I feel like we're kind of just focusing on, you know, Sam taking a big old Wii and making (laughs) mushrooms and stuff. Which is
1: funny, but. If if Kojima had rocked up the Gamescom and debuted the underground combat stuff, then that would take precedence. But he was the one who came up and said, (laughs) you can Wii on stuff to make it bigger or whatever. Speaking of Wiiing, there's a whole new uh, thing with the grenades, that the grenades are made of bodily fluids. Did you catch that? I did, yeah. Yeah, so the one of them is made of blood. I think they're like the sort of explosive ones. The other ones are made of everything that comes out of him when he's in the shower. It's minging that, isn't it, it is a little bit minging, so I don't know what I do. I, I mean, I don't know what that is. You can you can take it as far as you want. Whatever you get up to in the showers what is going to become your grenades? You know what? I'm sick of just regular frag grenades. And grenades. <laughs> I want blood, sweat, and tears. I want grenades. a pee <laughs> grenade. That's what I'm going to say. I need to stand on the right side of the YouTube censorship, but yeah. still. Um, so yeah, it's the thing is he's got this kind of weird sort of. I don't know if it's a relationship with like bodily fluids and being honest about stuff and this whole sort of like naturism kind of approach to things where he's like, you need to sleep, you need to keep happy, you need to go to the toilet. Like, there's an option to sit or stand when you go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, maybe it's going to work. I remember when he brought in a Metal Gear 5, you can go to the shower. Yeah. And like, it was like an optional thing and everyone will tell you that you stink and you've got flies around you if you don't do it. Didn't mean anything, but that was that was his point. He was like, well, you should have good hygiene. What do you think of the extra sh- crap? Like well,
0: it's, if, if it's the same as it was in Metal Gear 5, it's just sort of an additive bonus it mm. makes you do feel like you're an actual person though I mean yeah. I don't want an entire game about you know Norman Reedus peeing on things but at the same time <laughs> the fact that he has to sort of like kind of stay happy and you know keep hygienic and keep himself up is mm. something you know I can you know relate to No, no, totally. Much.
1: I think it's, it's weird if, that, if that's how it ends up coming through that it is this sort of like giant sort of rumination on like personal well-being and the, the things that we've lost along the way and trying to bring people back together and the reasons that you should be a community and the reasons that you should have friends and social circles and support networks and everything it could be brilliant yeah. Um, and I want to believe in, in Mr. Kojima, but he's also the man that brought us breathing through the skin in the photo mode of Metal Gear 4. Yeah,
0: look, Kojima isn't perfect. I've just no, recently no. gone through all the Metal Gear games, and 4 especially is kind of, it's very weird, it's very mad, not even the major plot points about the Patriots or anything, but mm-hmm. the guy has some great ideas, and he really loves tackling big sort of human human themes but at the same time he can get lost up his own bottom occasionally (laughs) and I love that but you know some people might be put off like you said Sony are obviously investing heavily in this franchise and a lot of people have huge expectations Mm. on it considering it's the first major thing he's done since uh, Metal Gear essentially the first time he's had total freedom Mm -hmm. in decades and I feel like there are going to be a lot of people who are annoyed whether it's because you know the combat isn't what they want it to be Mm. they don't want the exploration stuff the story's just too weird but for me that is exciting I feel like And especially in the AAA space recently, even though we've got big games like God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2, it's gotten so homogenous, we've sort of convinced ourselves that there's only one way to do a big action game, and that's with like a lot of shooting and a lot of games as service systems. Mm -hmm. And I like that this is here to just kind of have some fun, but then also have those deeper commentary, Mm. hopefully, on sort of what it means to be a person, what it means to be a community, what it means to have connections. Yeah,
1: man, I think regardless of where you come down on it, like, uh, I'm just happy that this thing exists. I'm glad that this much money was put behind so much of what is ostensibly an indie game given on the biggest stage possible. Like, uh, yeah, regardless of where you come down on it, ultimately, like, I'm behind it, I want to support it more. but that's that's almost like I'm, I'm more just happy that something like this. Is- Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health.